Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. speaker we don't have it i know you want it but we don't have it maybe we'll have it today maybe one day more another day another destiny this never-ending road to calvary one day more sure why not (laughs) what does it matter speaker Regular order, getting the appropriations bills passed. No biggie, or as the kids say, no big whoop. The kids, the kids, they say whoop. Oh, they say it all the times. All the times? What am I, Squirrely Dan? Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. You have got eight Republicans running. It was nine. It was nine. I forget who uh, dropped dropped out. I thought it was the guy. I thought it was uh, the guy from uh, from Michigan. That's who I thought dropped out because there were nine people. Now it's eight. So you've got Jack Bergman of Michigan. He's in his fourth term. Fourth term, retired lieutenant general, Marine. You got Byron Donalds of Florida. Tom Emmer of Minnesota, who is the number three Republican behind McCarthy and Scalise. Emmer beat out Jim Banks for leadership. Kevin Hearn of Oklahoma. Um, I I think he's, he's a liked guy. Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Gary Palmer of Alabama. Austin Scott of Georgia. And Pete Sessions of Texas. Probably the name you would know biggest out of those would be Byron Donalds and and Pete Sessions. I like Byron Donalds and Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Mike Johnson comes across as a normal dude who engages in normal conversation and asks worthy questions. He sits on judiciary. He sits on armed services. I'd be very, very fine with Mike Johnson Based on what I know of him, I'd be fine with Byron Donalds. Because I think Byron Donalds, I mean, he's, he's got a history in, in finance. Uh, he's, he's newer to the House. I think it was, I think it was Representative Ocasio-Cortez. He's too inexperienced. Sit down, Alexandria. Representative Ocasio-Cortez, sit down. You sound silly. Sound like a mental patient. He doesn't have enough experience. Years in the financial world. What is the experience part? You were a bartender. You know what I've never done? Made fun of you for being a bartender? You were a bartender. Okay. Now you're a member of Congress. Ain't America great? Maybe a little crazy, but great nonetheless. 
Uh, you've got Elise Stefanik saying that there will be a uh, there will be a a, a conference uh, conversation and possibly vote today. That doesn't mean there'll be a vote on the House floor. Oh, I have no idea where these Republicans are. I have no idea where they are, and I have no idea if they will come together on a candidate. And uh, by the way, neither do you. We'll watch, and we will see. That's what we'll do. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. With, with the line of the year, you know, he, he he comes back to work after all those months off because of the, the writer's strike, and and uh, then he, he, he's got COVID. And so this is how he played it. He had gone to L.A. To, with, with his wife, and they were interviewing a big star for the show, big, big star, and then, and then uh, well, here. I was out in L.A., and, and I got COVID from traveling out there. Evie got the shot. She was missing the whole time. We did everything together. And fear not, we smooch plenty. And <laughs> she, did, she, she got the booster and did not get COVID. I did not get the booster, and I got COVID. Wow. So wow. another round for you, science. <laughs> Hope you're happy. I'm so mad at science. I'm so mad at science right now. Are you insane? Boosters don't stop you from getting COVID. The vaccine never stopped you from getting COVID. Ever. Ever. It never did. If a... Why am I telling you? You know this. These people are ridiculous. There's no science in this conversation. You sound like a crazy person. If a vaccine has 95% efficacy... What does that tell us? It tells us there's a 5% chance you can still get COVID. And oh, by the way, it never stopped you from getting COVID. It reduced the symptoms of COVID. You had to be watching The View to believe that a vaccine would stop COVID. You had to be listening to this show to know that vaccines didn't stop COVID, it just reduced symptoms. That's it. I have no idea what the boosters do today. None. None. There may come a moment where people will trust the idea of a COVID shot like a flu shot. That, that, That moment could indeed come. And I often tell people, I, I've never gotten a flu shot. And they're like, you know why? You've never gotten the flu. You get the flu once in your life. You'll be taking flu shots by the hour. Well, maybe that's true. Possibly. But the vaccine never, ever, ever stopped you from getting COVID. That is pure Pure misinformation out there, disinformation out there. Pure. But it isn't the craziest thing I have heard. 
No, the craziest thing I have heard was from former President Trump, who in a rally in New Hampshire said this. So we have to be careful. You got to get out there and you got to watch those voters. You don't have to vote. Don't worry about voting. The voting, we got plenty of votes. You got to watch election. Did you just say I don't have to worry about voting? Did, did that just happen? Let's try that again. Have to vote. Don't worry about voting. The voting, we got plenty of votes. You got- what, what is happening? Do I live in bizarro land? Don't worry about voting. Oh, I mean, I'm going to dig into this later on on Tony Katz today, uh, starting at noon. Do not, do not try and play. Well, what he meant was, it's just a ridiculous thing to say. Now, never, ever, ever underestimate Trump's popularity amongst the base. Never, 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 never. Because it's super real. That's different than popularity in the nation. A general election being different than a primary. The polling dictates that Trump uh, on the real clear politics average is at 58, DeSantis 13, Haley 8, Ramaswamy 4.8, Pence 3.4. Christie 2.4. The polling still shows that he is up and up bigly. That last poll from USA Today, Suffolk, uh, has uh, has uh, DeSantis at 12 and Haley at 11, by the way. You take a look at Iowa. The last poll was the uh, Iowa State Civics poll, which is a little wonky. Um, in terms of who they used and margins of error, uh, Trump 55, DeSantis 17, Haley 11. I mean, nothing he has said has really changed the equation in the polling. But this guy just told people not to vote. And then, while he's in New Hampshire filing for the primary, he does this. Mr. President, you said Sydney Powell wasn't here. Are you concerned that you won't be covered by attorney-client privilege? No, not at all. I'm, uh, we did nothing wrong. We did nothing. This is all Biden indictments and impeachments. And this is all about Biden. He can't do anything right. The only thing they know how to do is cheat on elections and election fraud. Uh, this is all Biden stuff. All of these indictments that you see. I was never indicted. Practically never heard the word. It wasn't a word that registered. You weren't indicted? You weren't indicted? The only thing they know how to do is cheat on elections and election fraud. Uh, This is all Biden stuff. All of these indictments that you see. I was never indicted. I was never indicted. I was never indicted. I was never indicted. Yes, you were. Four times. You were indicted four times. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's all legit. Maybe that's what he meant. That isn't what he said. I was never indicted is what he said. So in the span of uh, of a trip to New Hampshire, he's telling people not to vote and then saying I wasn't indicted. And you say to me, ah, it doesn't matter. I say it gets used against him every single way you can possibly imagine.
As a matter of fact, you cannot imagine the ways it's going to be used against him, how it's going to play. Someone's going to wonder whether his mental acuity is all right. Yeah, they are. Now, I will also admit to you that I'm staring at this polling 12 ways from Sunday. And I agree, it it doesn't matter what he says. It It doesn't seem to affect the polling. I find that weird. Because certainly... Nikki Haley having a couple good debate performances, or I should say one good debate performance and one I'm going to punch everybody in the mouth debate performance. Uh, That has helped her a little bit. So I've seen polls make moves. But I don't see anything touching Trump's numbers. Do I trust it? Do I believe it? I don't have a reason not to because there it is. But I'm telling you, I'm waiting for Iowa. I want to see it in reality. Trump takes Iowa by 30? Okay. All right. This is where the party is. It's game over. It's game over. It is what it is what it is. Thank you, Cleveland. Good night. I have a hard time thinking these polls are telling the full story. It's that high. It's that big. I don't want to deny the man's popularity. I think it's a weird thing to do. I do question his ability to win in general. But I think things like this, continued things like this, do indeed hurt him. I think they do. Now, the numbers say they don't. Iowa will make that call. Iowa will decide. I thought it was interesting, this piece from the Wall Street Journal. The corporate retreat from Hong Kong is accelerating. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Uh, We'll deal with the Dow and the... NASDAQ, and I, I, oh, I'm going to get into a whole thing that I missed yesterday about some of the things going on with the economy. Good Lord. But we've actually discussed this, the, the proactiveness by which other countries, Japan being one of them, is working to get companies out of Hong Kong, really out of China, and how other companies here in the United States, even though there has not been some level of you know, uh, opportunity, whether it's tax credit or what have you, from the U.S., Not at least not, not that I've seen. If it exists and I missed it, please let me know. They're moving um, their pr- production uh, and their supply chains from China because it can't be trusted. Their lockdowns have made the production very, very difficult. They steal everything. And, oh, by the way, it's communist China. They can't be trusted. This story from the Wall Street Journal is about how companies are trickling out of Hong Kong. It started a few years ago because Hong Kong is now so completely controlled by China. Remember, they stood up and the world did absolutely nothing. And so China put their boot on the Hong Kongers' necks. You think what happened to George Floyd was bad? Maybe that's a terrible comparison. Maybe that's an ugly thing to say. Maybe you you see a guy abused, as I believe he was, and don't get me wrong, George Floyd did not die from the knee on the neck. George Floyd died from the drugs in his system as per the the, uh, reports. But he still didn't deserve to be treated like that. In my view, he didn't deserve to be treated like that. 
None of these Hong Kongers deserved what they got. No one deserves to be under the thumb of an oppressive, oppressive regime. So the number of U.S. companies operating in Hong Kong has fallen for four years in a row. It's the fewest in, in, since 2004. It was 1,258 in June of 2022, the fewest since 2004. This is good news, that people realize that Hong Kong is, is untenable. Now we need to ensure that they realize that working with uh, or within the, the, the Communist Chinese Party is untenable. And we should be proactive in getting them to move other places. We should be proactive in harming China's economy this way while protecting our own. We should be proactive. And I'm not saying it's all going to move here. Supply chain. Production uh, uh, situations would require, I think, having protection by having production in multiple parts uh, of the globe in case one thing happens in one area, all production isn't shut down. But moving out of China is good. Moving out of Hong Kong is good. China must collapse under its own weight. We already know about uh, the Country Garden and Evergrande, these real estate holding companies that have billions in debt and don't bring in any dollars. Now let's see what else can be exploited. Shown to the world as a fraud. Like, for example, the value of the yuan or their unemployment rates. The more that pulls out of China, the better. The more that pulls out of China, the better. I'm Tony Katz. Coca-Cola removes the BLM references from their website. That's just, that is just beautiful. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Black Lives Matter, a Marxist organization. Black Lives Matter, interested in tearing down Western civilization. Black Lives Matter, supporters of Hamas, at least certainly Chicago and everywhere else. Um, And now... Groups that have long supported Black Lives Matter because they were going to show how good and decent they are. They're removing stuff from their website. Coke removed it. The update coming because uh, the Black Lives Matter Chicago chapter uh, had that had that uh, post on social media on X, and uh, you know it shows somebody in a in a parachute, meaning like uh, supporting the uh, people who uh, the the people the Hamas terrorist scumbags who paraglided into Israel and started murdering people left and right. I love that Coca-Cola is erasing this. Who didn't know? Who didn't know that this was a grift? Who did not know this? Of course it was. It always was. It always will be. And you look at all the Indianapolis businesses that gave to, to Black Lives Matter. As I've said before, when I, I saw it was it the editor in chief uh, of of uh, Indianapolis Monthly. I don't know if it's still the same dude now, because because remember we were all owned by Emmis, and then Emmis sold the radio stations, and then Emmis sold uh, Indie Monthly. Uh, the 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 head of Indie Monthly in their window, which was on the circle, had had BLM in their office window. You didn't know this was a grift. You didn't know that that this was a despicable group of people. 
Oh, I got yelled at. Why won't you support Black Lives Matter? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You mean the organization? They're Marxists. I'm not supporting Marxists now or ever, anywhere, period. End of discussion. I'm not doing that. People? Oh, I'll support people. Protest? I'll support protest. And all those people who wanted to actually have and engage in protests, who were then got disrupted by Antifa through all of their violence, man, I felt awful for them. Antifa is violence. Antifa is a violent organization. It's all they know. And some people, black, wanted to be able to talk about policing. Well, we may disagree on policy, but of course you should be able to do that. But no, here, here comes these uh, privileged white folk in all their masks, and they're, and they're out there uh, destroying property and making Black Lives Matter look bad. They're making BLM look bad, and they did not care at all. Didn't give a damn. And who is it? Who is the, the member of Congress that wants to make it a crime uh, for doing something while you're wearing a mask? Oh, do I have to look this up? Um, crime while wearing mask. Maybe, maybe that'll maybe that'll bring it. That's it, Muriel Bowser. I will get into this. The D.C. mayor introducing a crime bill that includes a ban on criminals wearing masks. I think that's amazing. Never mind because it's telling the Antifa crowd, uh, sorry. Which I don't know how you actually do that, by the way. I don't know how you make that more of a crime. I don't know how that works. But I'll leave that for others. It's that the Democrat progressive mayor of D.C. understands that the policies don't work. They don't work. They have to go and actually do actual policing. They have to enforce uh, the, the rules on the books. They have to arrest people. That's the story. And that's the valuable part. I think that's terrific. I only hope everybody realizes that Black Lives Matter is a grift and stops giving. Oh, that needs to go on the dust heap. Along with Al Sharpton and along with Jesse Jackson. These people have been shakedown artists from word one who have done nothing but pass down the tenants and the code. I mean, if you want a real grifter... You hear the Sean King story? Sean King, I'm pretty sure is white, but claims to be black. So much so that people refer to him as Talcum X and Martin Luther Cream. I mean, that's just brutal. That is insane. If he's, I mean, people have lied about their race before. Rachel Dolezal, remember her? It's, it's nutty. Uh, remember, oh, uh, what's her name? That's right. Senator Elizabeth Warren told you she was Native American. That was hilarious. Sean King wants to take credit for getting hostages released in Israel. My team worked overtime, and people who are family members of the four hostages, uh, specifically this one girl, who we don't know who this guy is. He clearly wants attention. This is nuts. This is a grifter who uh, says, give me money, give me money, give me money. Look at all the great things I do. He doesn't do anything. He hasn't done anything at all. He has lied about everything all along the way. And now he, he was instrumental in getting Hamas to release hostages? Yes, by the way, you can look it up. Talcum X is one of the 
of the I mean it's 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 unbelievable. But man, don't don't lie about who you are. Expect derision to come your way if you lie about who you are. So yes, jury duty, it's happening. I'm on it. But the show has to continue. I don't I don't really have an option there. I don't think we should be giving it up. No matter how hard the work is, we're going to keep at it. I'll talk more about it on Tony Katz today. 